Welcome to TNT Sports Talk. Today is Tuesday, November 12th. As always, you're presented by D's Home Cuts. I'm your host, Travis Karczewski. German's German, back. German Karczewski. Johnny? Back. All back. Johnny's coming back to us from Pittsburgh over the weekend at the Steelers game. Uh, but we're going to talk about that. We're going to go through all the games. Go through our. Let's start with our touchdown challenge review. Let's go over that right now because Johnny's got to leave in about 45 minutes. So let's get this done first. So Thursday night, Truman, Derek Carr threw a touchdown. Clear. You're safe. Followed it. Good pick. We're recording this at 6.20 before the Monday night game, so I still don't know if Tyler Lockett has scored yet or not. But Johnny is our first loser. He yeah. F- he failed. Should have looked at the weather report. Should have looked at the weather snow. report. Yeah, and Rodgers threw. And guys just, every time he got close, you just give to Aaron Jones. Yeah, so Aaron Jones ended up with three touchdowns. And it works for fantasy, though, so it kind of evens out. Packers still won. Packers still won. Aaron Rodgers didn't throw a touchdown. It, so it's okay. So, we have a punishment in place. I figured we set the ground rules for it. Just get it on tape yeah. so people don't take advantage of you. All right? Yeah. So, this punishment comes to us from George Zemery. I've had him on the podcast before, Talk Hockey. One of Johnny's good friends. Yeah. Johnny has a problem, and he'll be the first to admit it. When he makes plans to hang out, he is often late. Would you agree? No. Sometimes you are late. More than 50% of the time you are late. I, I don't know what you're talking about, but... It's become a problem among some people, so much so that George decided that his, Johnny's problem would be that every time he is late to an event to hang out, he has to give George Zimmer $1. Now, we shrunk this down to over winter break. Winter break runs from around December 15th to like the first week in January, so it's about a month long. Every time you are late to hang out with friends, you have to give George Zimmer a dollar. All right. And you agree to that? Yeah. Now, what are the, the rules are you cannot, you have to give Johnny at least, what, an hour? Or you can't text me like five minutes before something and be like, hey, come over. And Johnny come is over. allowed to say no if you have something else going on. You can't yeah, say that. Like, that's the issue. Sometimes people will be like, oh, well, you were at this baseball game and you're late. Yeah. Like, oh, sorry, I was doing that or something. I don't know. Something you like have that. to have a valid excuse and people are going to watch you, all right? People are just so that's up to everybody else. Everybody else has got to police Johnny to make sure this challenge goes well. So that's his punishment. Doesn't start till December fifteenth. Uh, as far as me goes, my punishment is if Tyler Lockett doesn't catch a touchdown tonight, I have to walk around the block shirtless and in shorts tomorrow night. And tomorrow night is the coldest night of the week so far. Just reading the weather report, uh, it still should be snowing. It's snowing right now, actually. The high is 25, the low is 11. So we'll be doing it at night, and it will be cold. So that's my punishment if Tyler Lockett doesn't score a touchdown. So that's where we're at right now. That's our first week of touchdowns, and it starts all over again next week because we're going to do it again. Uh, So we just keep sending those punishments in. Now we're going to go to week 10. We're going to go back to week 10, go through each and every single game like we always do on our Tuesday shows. We'll start with the Thursday night game. Chargers and the Raiders. Raiders won 26-24. Yeah, this is a weird game. Um, it just shows how like different the NFL can be week to week. It's such a week to week game because I just compare for my standards as a Packers fan. You know, the Packers control the Raiders, pretty much blow the Raiders out, and then go to Los Angeles and lose against the Chargers. And then the Raiders look really, really good against the Chargers and got, get a win. Divisional game, it's different. But I think the Raiders are a tough team. 
Uh, definitely not a team you want to see. Uh, and I think they're going to be competing till the end of the year for a playoff spot. You know, they're really not out of it for the divisional uh, race with Kansas City, but I don't think anybody here is ready to go as far as saying the Raiders are going to beat Kansas City for the division. Uh, but it's not as far as you probably would think. I think it's one game. Um, and I'm sure they play. If they haven't already played, I'm sure they'll play again. Um, so the Raiders are an interesting team to watch, and they're definitely competing for a wild card, if maybe even the division. Uh, but I'm disappointed in the Chargers because, you know, they beat the Bears, they beat the Packers. Uh, you got to beat the Raiders and uh, move your season around. Uh, but I, I would say the Raiders are in good shape um, when postseason rolls around. What do you think, Johnny? You think the Raiders got a shot at the postseason? I do. Yeah, I think they have a good chance in the wild card. I mean, yeah. With Pittsburgh, Buffalo's there, Cleveland's there, who else? Colts. Colts, I don't know. Honestly. How long is Purcell out? They don't know yet. I mean, I thought he was. Come back. That's something to look He's for. They really need to get him back. If yeah. they keep on losing, it's going to be tough for them to catch. Uh huh. Anyone, but, yeah, I think they have a serious shot. And I, even, like, I don't even know. If, I don't think the Chargers will win out. I, I feel like it's, like, really hard to count them out, though. Uh huh. Yeah, right. you can't count the Chargers. Those are too talented. They're, they're under. Phillip is under pressure every play. He. They need to figure something They're out. They're a team that could spoil some stuff for some teams later down the line. Uh, yeah, I would not want to play the Chargers down the line. No. Just because it's. They're talented. Yeah, they are. Yeah. All right, let's go to Sunday's game, slated games there. We got the Bears versus Lions. Bears won 20-13. to Stafford did not play. He has a bunch, I think he has a couple broken bones in his back, I want to say. And I guess it took, like, a bunch of trainers and doctors and coaches to basically tell him he cannot play. He really wanted to play, and, you know, they basically said, no, you can't play. Um, so they had Jeff Driscoll start, and he was Jeff Driscoll. I mean, he wasn't great, and the Bears got to win 20-13. to 13. My thought process on this game, what are your thoughts on this? After the game, the Bears did their little club dub thing, and they asked Nagy, they said, you guys going to keep doing that like during the season? As the season goes, he says, yes, with every win, they're going to do that. Do you agree with that? I do, actually. Um, well, what is, okay, I say. hate the Bears. I hate Matt Nagy, and I hate the club dub thing. I think it's the stupidest thing. But that, to them, is their thing. And, yeah, they might not be winning a lot of games, uh, but that does not mean the enjoyment of a win in the NFL should be taken out. That's what the Bears do. Um, I think it's stupid as hell, but who am I to judge? It's what they do. It's their tradition now. They want to kind of make that a tradition in the future. Um, so I'm not opposed to them doing it after every win because every win in the NFL is important. No matter how much you've lost or how much you've won, Everyone's important, and these guys work hard. They can do, they can celebrate a win. I don't care how minor or major the win is. Um, I, I just think it's a. I mean, I don't really like the thing in general. I think I don't like it because it's the Bears. Uh, but they can do it. I, I saw this debate earlier, and I was kind of ready for it. But I, I, I'm fine with them celebrating that. What do you think? Is, is that thing in the locker room? Every time they win, they take the locker room. They turn the lights out. They do strobe lights, and they play okay, music. Okay, yeah. So I thought I didn't. Yeah, sure. it's, how do I feel about it? I don't know. I think it's fine. If you're winning, why not? Well, okay, let's say it's week 16. They win, but something else happens, and they're officially eliminated from the playoffs. Yeah, that's kind of dumb. Well, then they won't. I don't think they would do so that. So they're going to do it after every, win, after every win. That's their thing. No, I'm saying, I think after, but, like, that's not a win. I mean, it is well, a win. No. You're celebrating, like you said, a win in the NFL. Yeah, but you have to also realize it's the NFL, and there's other things going on, too. Uh, they're not going to be. No one. It's fine. I think that's cool. I think no one else is going to be. No one's going to be celebrating if they just got eliminated. So yeah, they're not. Gonna, they wouldn't celebrate that. All right. So our official stance is keep doing it, but once you get eliminated, 
don't do it. No, I mean if they're okay, if they're okay, the Dolphins right now. You're you're fine with them pouring coach with Gatorade all over Flores and did he get Gatorade poured on him? Yeah, last game. No, but like they got it the yeah, first game. Well, that was his first win. That's like his first. Win okay, the but they're losing. Well, that's what they wanted to do, pretty much. Yeah, and that's his first win. I want to lose. They brought him in. They said you got to lose for. Like, I'm you sure the Bengals, the when the Bengals get their first win, if they do this season, I mean, they'll, that was second. And it'll look stupid. Yeah, but it's a first win, so it's kind of different. But let's move on, though, because we got to move on. Uh, let's talk about the Ravens game, 49-13. to Lamar Jackson had another amazing afternoon. First quarterback, or second quarterback in NFL history to have two weeks in the season of a perfect passer rating. Again, he did what he did on his feet. And I don't know if you guys saw the Harbaugh interaction with him, but basically Harbaugh was like, listen, man, everybody loves you. Play, uh, little kids are going to be wearing eight for a long time because of you. What Lamar's doing right now is unprecedented in the NFL. I've said it week after week. He is a freak. He is a good quarterback. He is a top ten quarterback in the NFL. I go as far to say even top five right now. He's a clear MVP candidate with Russell Wilson. He's a generational type athlete in my mind. And I think he's our, no, he's not our generation, but the generation growing up now, he's their Michael Vick in terms of just impact. I agree. I mean, I'm still, I still have questions about if it's going to last for very long, uh, but he's been durable so far, uh, so I can't really call that into question. Um, but he's insane right now. I'm, I'm, w- I'm with Travis. As much as we disagree, I'm with him on this one. Lamar's insane. He's a generational talent. I showed Travis this morning before we went to school, I said, you know, or before we went to class, I said, I showed him a stat where he has like more rushing yards than Damian Townsend, but he also has more passing yards than Tom Brady, the first more completion games. percentage than Drew Brees, and stuff like that. That's insane. Like, he's doing stuff at, at pretty much two positions that is generational. Uh, so he's insane right now, and I'm really impressed with the Ravens. Um, and I think they are a one to two seed in the AFC, and I think they have a real good shot at doing something down the line. What do you think, the uh, AFC North fan here? Yeah, I'm impressed. Lamar's good. Are you worried? Are you scared of them? Yeah, I mean, I'd be nervous. I mean, I think when you get to prepare for them, it's a nightmare because there's nothing like in the NFL right now. So yeah. team, I forget the Steelers when they played them earlier. They uh, signed some. I don't even know his name. But his play style was like Lamar's. Yeah. I remember he's I don't remember his I don't even know who he was. They brought in some quarterback to try to mimic him. Alright, what about let's go to the Bengals on the other side. Dolphins have won two games now, Bengals still haven't. Are the Bengals officially the number one pick you think? You think they're gonna go get the number one pick? Are they the new tank tank team? I wouldn't make it official. I would say they're the favorites, obviously. Um, but I wouldn't make it official. I still think they could scrap away two wins. Redskins are yeah, yeah, what's the Redskins' record? They won one game. Um, the Jets and Giants have won two. Bengals play the Jets here soon. That could be a game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, I mean, we talked about Sam Darnold said that he thinks Jets can make the playoffs. Yeah, they're gonna run the table. Yeah, but I don't know. Cincinnati is Cincinnati, but they're not. It's not locked in yet. But they're, they're definitely the favorites. All right, let's go to the next game here. Where is this ahead hub? Bills versus Browns. Browns won 19-16. Browns finally got a much-needed win versus a solid team like the Bills. I mean, people are going to call the Bills overrated. Browns haters like us are going to call the Bills overrated. But still, it's a solid win. A win's a win in the NFL. Uh, Should Browns fans – I mean, obviously they won. It was a good win. Should they feel confident about their team after this win, though? No. No. I mean – 
I think we learned more about the Bills than we did about the Browns. The Bills are a edge playoff team that's mediocre and is definitely could get to the playoffs, but it's definitely going to be a first-round exit. Um, Josh Allen just is not very good yet, um, and they just they're just not that great of a team yet. Um, and their record was a little bit better than you know what they actually are. But I think the Bills are still a pretty good team, and I think it was a good win. But like, you can't just jump off your, you know, you jump off the freaking like side of the building and say the Browns are going to the Super Bowl, and here we are, we're back. Like they beat the Bills at home by three points, an ugly score, nineteen sixteen. So take it, be happy, but don't be too confident. Yeah, I mean that's the game the Browns. They just needed to win that game. It didn't matter how. I mean they had. That was good for him. Just get the one. But like I said, I don't know if you remember a couple weeks ago. I said the Bills are not as good. I said it from a couple. We've weeks said ago. that. Yeah, like, this whole podcast. I don't, I don't know if I want to call them a fraud. Frauds, because they're not like that bad. I just don't. Mm-hmm. I, they're not. I don't, I don't know. And I, I mean, obviously, they're, they're, every game they win, it's like I swear, like twelve to like nine. I mean, Freddie had a bad game. Yeah, again. he's there. Eight he's plays. Lucky they won that game on the one yard line. or it would be today, yesterday. You think they would have fired him? I mean, I didn't. I wasn't watching the game. I was in Pittsburgh tailgating during the time. Yeah, we didn't but, like, watch. I remember driving. everyone was texting me like, in all my group chats, like I didn't know what happened. Like, oh, something bad happened. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh my gosh, Freddie. Well, Freddy. he called. First of all, he had the eight plays on the one yard line, which he missed all eight plays. They didn't score. And then the two then the time later, out, did the same thing. And the same thing. And then he called a timeout. It was the Bills had the ball, I think, or maybe it was the Browns. I don't know. I think it was the Bills. The Bills had a timeout. Oh, yeah, that was bad. With there was four seconds left in the third quarter, and they were just gonna let it go down to the fourth and just take it, you know, with the ball. And Freddie Kitchens called timeout with two seconds left in the third quarter. I did not know that. And I don't I understand. I probably get in the situation wrong, but it still made no sense. And I think every Browns fan would agree with me. But yeah, he still had a bad game. No, it was funny because every time I didn't watch the game, but I know every time now, if Freddie does something dumb. Because in one of our group chats, you're going to see yeah. Brian go, oh, he's an idiot. I don't know. It's just funny. Yeah, I mean, it's... They, Brown fan, Browns fans right now, they're quick. Yeah, Kareem Hunt back, though. He had oh, a decent no. game, too. So, I mean, I don't know. I think eventually you have that much talent, you're going to win a couple. I would just hope. Yeah, you would hope. Um, but they have... Who do they play next week? Steelers. Oh, they play Steelers Thursday night. So that's going to be a good game, too. All right, let's go on now to the, I think we're going to the Fal- yeah, Falcons, Saints, Falcons, the major, major upset of the weekend, winning 26-9 over the Saints. Uh, are you more impressed by the Falcons winning this game or more worried about the Saints by them losing it? Well, I, it just pisses me the hell off because the Packers come off a week of losing to the Chargers in a dunk game against... A bad record Chargers, but we all agree that Chargers are pretty talented for their record. And the whole world's falling. Every newscaster's out there like, oh, you know, the Chargers figured out how to beat the Packers, blah, 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 blah. And then I go, turn on today, and there's nothing about the Saints losing to the Falcons at home 26-9. to um, And it pisses me off. I don't know why they get a pass for this if the Packers didn't. But it's just a clunk game. I think the Saints are still really good. I think the Falcons suck. Uh, but it's a clunk game, a divisional weird game. Um, but I'm not ready to hit the panic button for uh, the Saints, and I'm not ready to say the Falcons are back. Where would you say? Where would you stand? Are you more I just think the Falcons, they were due. I mean, they, with yeah. the talent they have in office, they're due for one of those little. It's like the Browns. And their defense played well enough, so 
They yeah. do or do for one. I would still not want to play the Falcons, honestly, even though they're that bad. Mm-hmm. No, I still look at the Falcons and say, like, well, that's a good team. Their defense sucks, though. Yeah, but their offense, though, is good. Yeah, they have no issue on what They shouldn't have any issue on offense. Mm-hmm. And the Saints, I don't know. They won a lot. They were kind of – It's a clunk game. Yeah. It's okay. just... All right, moving on to the Giants-Jets game. Jets won 34-27. to uh, Two young quarterbacks, two teams struggling right now, and now the Jets got a win. Uh mm-hmm. You know, obviously, where you stand with the Giants, do you think they should fire Pat Shermer? And then the Jets, do you think they can make a run to the playoffs like Sam Darnold said? I don't know about the Giants firing Pat Shermer. Is it his first year or second? Second, right? Second year, and I don't know if any of you saw Saquon's stats. No. He had 13 rushes for one yard. Yeah, that's bad. Um, <laughs> I think. Not good. I mean, I don't know. Do you really want to give Daniel Jones a whole new offense system and stuff like that? But he is bad, uh, so I could see it. I think if they end up winning two to four games, he should be fired because the Giants have more talent than two to four wins, um, and they just got to get a guy in there that can revitalize that franchise and use Saquon right. Uh, but, I mean, I don't know. It's too early to be said. I don't think he should be one of those guys fired midseason. Uh, he, you know, he should be able to play this season out with a rookie quarterback and see what happens. Um, and the Jets... Jets, Giants got quarterback now, though. That's attractive for a, a good head coach to come Yeah, back. and I think with the Jets, uh, no, they can't make the playoffs. I think that was dumb. But, like, what do you expect Darnold to say? He said the right thing. I mean, we want him to say that they're out. Quickly, I'll look at the remainder of their schedule. Who, the Jets? Jets. Yeah, they play Pittsburgh, so that's a loss. Okay, well, they got the Redskins next. They should win that. They got the Raiders next. That's a tough game. Bengals. That would be a Raiders loss game. Exactly. It's a scrap game. Bengals. Should be win. Dolphins. Should be win. The the toughest game then on their schedule is going to be December 12th, uh, which is, what is that? I don't know, it's a primetime game. I don't know if that's a Monday or Sunday versus the Ravens. They they played the Patriots twice already? Yeah. And then they'd have to play the Steelers and then the Bills. I don't think they're not going to make the playoffs, but I think they can rattle off some wins and make the season a lot better than it was going to be. Um, but they have, they have to beat the easy teams. They cannot go out and have a clunker against the Redskins. They can't go out there and have a clunker against the Bengals and all these uh, the Dolphins again. They have to beat these teams. They have to put more consistent performances these up. These teams are part of those teams. Though, yeah. The Jets are more talented than those teams. I don't um, agree, though. They have a star running back. They have what's supposed to be a future franchise star quarterback. Star running back. They have a, really they have a, good, but they don't use it. Hasn't done anything, anything this season. Okay, well, I'm saying that the Jets are more talented than those bad teams, by far. They have a top five defensive player, top ten defensive player. They have a great inside linebacker. They have a good defensive line that spent tons of draft picks on. You look at the Jets roster and the Bengals roster, I'd take the Jets roster 30 yeah. times out of 30. Yeah, the Dolphins roster and the Jets roster, I'm the taking the Jets play, roster 30 times joke. out of 30. It's a joke. But they're not. They're more talented. That's why I'm saying they should win these games. They're not a higher tier, tier. They should win these games. So I'm saying that the Jets need to win these games, rattle off some wins. Um, and really, if the Jets get the six to seven wins with all the shit they had to deal with with Mono and stuff like that, I, I'd say it's not a terrible season. I think it's pretty bad. There were a lot of people were saying playoffs for them. I yeah, so I think folks saying playoffs. And at the beginning of the year, they're like, "Oh yeah, this team could sneak in." I mean, I mean, I, mean, I could, that, yeah, yeah, I you, get the, you get the six to seven wins. Remember, even well, I you, Johnny, you also have Gase's like dude oh, over yeah, here sitting here in the corner. Well, apparently, the Bengals have a more talented roster than the Jets. What is it? No one said that. Yeah, everyone, you're, no one in America would argue that the Jets aren't talented. 
Yeah, but you said the way you said it. The way you said you said yeah, they should be. They, they the, should the be talent versus talent. They're above the Bengals, Dolphins. I know, but the way you said you said they should be those teams. Like they are one of those. teams. No, I think that they're more talent versus they talent. They may be the, more, than the worst teams. They may the be the most talented out of those teams, but they are one of no. those teams based on record. I'm, so they should beat these teams. Is what I'm they saying. They should, but they're not. It's not those teams. It's all no, of them. The Jets are talented. All right, well we got to move on because Giants got to leave in a couple minutes here. I want to get his thoughts on Penn State. Oh, here, Yank. Twitter finger is going to type something in the combo. All right, Cardinals, Buccaneers. Buccaneers won 30 to 27. Giant, I know you didn't. We didn't watch a snap of this game. No. I, who won the Buccaneers? Buccaneers won 30 to, 30 to 27. <laughs> Bucca- Buccaneers, Cardinals. Yeah, great game. Yeah, yeah. great game. Uh, Titans got yeah, the upset that. over the Chiefs 35 to 32. Truman, you want to go off on Tannehill for a second? I mean, I called it. So I don't really know what to tell you guys, <laughs> but I called it. Uh, Tannehill is better than what people think, and he can lead the Titans a lot better than Mariota can. So you, see, you see Tannehill? I thought it was Derrick Henry. All Derrick Henry. I mean, I would agree, too. Look at the stats. It was all Derrick Henry. He, Look at the stats. They just went up. Derrick Henry had 23 rushes, uh, 190 yards, two touchdowns. Look, up, look at Ryan Tannehill's That's so stats. good. Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill. When you're running the ball like that, it's very easy to get a little yeah. reaction going. Ryan Tannehill is a better well, player. Read the stats. Why didn't you read the stats? He had two touchdown passes. Tannehill, 13 for 19, 180 yards, two touchdowns. That was a fucking great game. Both. What's that completion percentage? One touchdown was to a tight end, What's a little dinker. Percentage? At the end of the day, Tannehill beat Mariota. Mahomes? Or, yeah, sorry. I, this, right. I mean, he did Derek, beat Mariota. This is more like Derrick Henry than anything. No. All right. Guess we'll just, okay. okay. <laughs> Agree to disagree there. But Johnny's right though. When you're running the ball like they well, what were, logic's it's, that it's easier. To okay. Run. It's all okay. It's all the Patriots' defense, not Tom Brady. No, I'm just saying the way they ran that. Tannehill game. managed the game well. And, Tana, and I called it. Tannehill's better starting quarterback than Mariota. I agree so too. So you're saying Tannehill managed the game? Derek Is Tannehill better than Mariota? Is Tannehill better than Mariota? I don't know. Okay. Well, I think you can just look at the games. All right. Let's move on then. Let's go Dolphins Colts. Dolphins got their second win of the season. They're on a win streak now, sixteen to twelve. Hoyer looked like crap. I mean, what what do you expect with Brian Hoyer there? Uh, Dolphins got the win. Ryan Fitzpatrick passes Bo Jackson in terms of rushing touchdowns. Uh, he just absolutely trucked just over some guy for that. He's just an athlete. Harvard baby. Um, anybody have any thoughts on this game at all? The Dolphins are just playing hard. Yeah, no, they they come out to play every week. All right, let's move on then. Uh, let's talk Steelers game, John. Yeah. Steelers won 17-12. to 12. You were at the game. I was. What was your initial thoughts on that, and where do you think the Steelers can go from here? So my initial thoughts, defense was amazing. It just turnover. I mean, every game um, they're getting three to four turnovers, and the offense – it's slow. They're struggling, but pretty much the way their defense is playing, if Mason Groff just take takes care of the ball. I mean, they were out. They were without James Conner, Roosevelt Nick on Roosevelt Nick's on offense. He's still hurt. Yeah, he's got hurt again. I don't know. He's. They said today he's probably not playing Thursday either. But oh, Conner right. should play Thursday. Yeah. So they're down on running backs. They don't have Snell. He's getting there. Uh-huh. So they got Jalen Samuels and Trey Edmonds going. Okay. So if you just look at talent versus talent on that. That's not going to get you a lot. Uh-huh. And the fact that they were still able to pull it off with that defense. Rudolph, he took care of the ball. He didn't throw anything. I mean, r- fumbles. Is the Minka, is the Minka trade the best trade so far of the offseason? Of the whole season? So. I mean, look at their – they've been 5-2. and two. 
Yeah, five yeah. I mean, he's, he's I think, playing five like interceptions, a, two touchdowns. He's playing like a defensive player of the year right now. Yeah. I mean, he's amazing. I mean, everyone loves him in Pittsburgh. And he's brought the Steelers back into playoff contention. It was crazy. I knew right when they started playing Renegade, there's no way Jared Goff was going to go down and score. Where would you rank that game on games you've been to? That was number one for me. Number one? Yeah, because I mean, a lot of the other ones I was younger, and then the last couple ones it was like the Panthers. I mean, that was a great game. We blew them out. Uh-huh. Then I went to the Browns game last year. That was good. We won by like probably like fourteen. That mm-hmm. was a very good game too. Baker got he didn't hit that game a little bit. A little bit. We were in golf good though. That was great. And Cooper Cup, did he, did he play on Sunday? Cooper Cup, he had zero catches, so no. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> did, you, did you see Cooper Cup? No, apparently he had zero play, catches. Yeah. Um, it was cool to see Aaron Donald, too. I'm not a Pitt fan, but a lot of it, you know, they gave him, everyone was kind of cheering, not cheering him on, but. Yeah, coming back respect. home. They have a facility named after him there for, like, their lifting. He had a safety, he played well. And uh, it was a good, great game, though. I don't great atmosphere. Was, oh, great atmosphere! We Always. tailgated eleven. Dom actually oh, yeah. had tickets to the These game. He cuts. better put those to home cuts. Get a haircut with Dom. Free ad form right there. There you go. And uh, yeah, it was a good experience. It was fun. Yeah. So that was Johnny's experience at Heinz Field. What's your record now? You think at Heinz Field? Do you know? Do you keep track of that? I don't know. I'm undefeated. Uh, I've been to like seven games. I think. You undefeated? Know. Yes. Oh wow. Okay. No, not seven games. I've been to seven games. It's been. Yeah, I know, but as far as you can remember, you're undefeated. Yeah. All right, let's talk Packers then. Packers got to win 24-16. to uh, Again, we talked about earlier, no passing touchdowns for Aaron Rodgers, but he still did his thing, and Aaron Jones cleaned it up with three touchdowns. Uh, they were able to stop McCaffrey on the one-yard line to end the game, which is a huge task, but they did it. Uh, and it was pouring snow. My biggest, awesome. That would have been fun. It be was, there. yeah. And my biggest takeaway from this game, outside of Packers, is we Truman will talk, talk about it, is Kyle Allen, with Cam Newton out for the rest of the year and potentially never playing another snap in a Panthers uniform, I think the Panthers are in good hands with Kyle Allen. Kyle Allen showed guts. He showed moxie. He stood in the pocket. He took some pretty good hits, and he made some pretty good throws. Uh, so I think the Panthers are in good hands with Kyle Allen right now and in the future. And then the Packers, 8-2 going to the bye week. They're in a very good spot as well. Yeah, I mean, it was just a it was a fun game to watch, uh, especially as, obviously, a Packers fan. Um, and I don't mean to go at Johnny again, but, like, you, you're critical of Kyle Allen. Uh, but I just think Kyle Allen's really good, and I think he is what he is right now because he's pretty much a rookie coming into a season. He has his up and downs. He's not great, but he's not bad at all. Uh, I think if the... Panthers just keep giving him weapons as far as an he offensive line. Well, right? He takes care right? He doesn't turn it over much. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. turn it over much. Really for for a young quarterback, I think he can grow if they get him more talent. But as far as the Packers go, like, it just proved that the Chargers game was just a weird, awkward dunk game. Um, the Packers are still the Packers. They're 8-2 going out of the bye week. The they're pure he- yeah, they're purely play. healthy. They, like, like Johnny said, it's, they're going to get to Lambeau later in the season, which is just special, special football. Um, so I'm, I'm excited. I'm glad they get to rest for a week, and I get to relax this weekend watching football. And then off the bye, they get San Francisco in the most important game of the year. Definitely. Uh, quickly, Cowboys, uh, Vikings, Vikings won 20-24. You scared of the Vikings? I mean, I don't I, – I, but Cowboys just pissed me off. That's all I'm going to say. Cowboys piss you off too, Johnny? I wouldn't say they really piss me off. <laughs> I want the Cowboys to win one game a year and they can't. All right, we said also a couple weeks ago that this would be the game Kirk Cousins would absolutely implode because it's primetime Kirk Cousins. 
but he actually ended up having. He played a good game, but that was all Dalvin Cook. Okay, if you're going to make that argument, what's the difference between he had a better game than Tannehill did? Well, what I'm saying is that you Ah, can't say Kirk. It's a completely different subject. How? I'm I'm saying Kirk Cousins on primetime did not prove anything in the world. Here's the thing. Okay, okay, here's Johnny. He's going to say Kirk Cousins is fine on primetime now. No, he's not. I'm just saying. I'm going back to Titans game. Derrick Henry was a monster. Carried the load. So was Ryan and Tannehill. And Tannehill just managed. There's a difference. Yeah. And Kirk Cousins did the same thing. Okay, so so now the argument is Ryan Tannehill versus Kirk Cousins. No, it's not. And if, it, no. if I get myself in that argument, no, I think not. I did pretty good on my no, Ryan Tannehill. No, what we're arguing is a similar stat lines for running back, quarterback, and you saying two different things because it doesn't fit Yes, because one's Ryan Tannehill, one's Kirk Cousins. One's making a backup contract. One's making top three money in the league. Okay, I agree with that. Yeah, we agree with that, but that's not what I was arguing at all. I was not comparing the two. I was just comparing well, the performances. There's a difference. Yeah, and I'm saying it's, it's you can't compare the two. <coughs> that's saying Ryan Tannehill versus Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is held he has to a much point. higher standard than Ryan Tannehill. He has a good point. But, but still... Just saying like, and if and if you want to say... Tannehill if you want to compare them, then I say my take is completely right that you're comparing Ryan Tannehill and Kirk Cousins. That's fine. I'll take that debate any day. All right, because that's I won that. Then. He sort of beat me there, so. I don't. That's not what I was. Ta- I'm just saying I don't, the he, principle of you. You said because you were trying to like one's held to really high standards. One's held to being a backup. You wanted to degrade his performance by saying he's bad because you're running back. I wanted to degrade his performance because he's a top three quarterback money wise. No, you just don't like him because he's on the Vikings, mm. and he's bad too. I agree. He's top like, three money, so he should be held arguing. to a much higher standard than Ryan Tannehill. All I was arguing is that like you can't just say Dalvin Cook carries. Yes, him. I can because so one because one him. quarterback is getting paid eighty five million dollars a year. All right. one's getting paid backup. So what money. does money have to do with carrying? One's held to a high standard. One's held to a low standard. You want to move on? Okay, then okay, then the debate's Ryan Tannehill versus Kirk Cousins, and I won. It's not. So Ryan hey, Tannehill is. You know you've come to a bad point of the podcast when you are debating Ryan Tannehill versus Kirk Cousins. So let's move on to college. Well, no one's well, no, that's I know, exactly what I'm but this, I don't want to talk about Kirk Cousins and Ryan Tannehill. That just bores me. Uh, so let's move on to college football. While we have Johnny here, uh, Penn State lost to Minnesota. Yeah. Travis Karcheski said, "Johnny, you should be a little bit scared of those Gophers." You said, "Nah, we'll be fine." Yeah. What's thoughts? I don't know. That was that was a rough. That was, was a like deep a sigh there. Day because I was like, we were in Pittsburgh. We were like going. We were at Permanente Brothers. Try, I was mm-hmm. trying to watch the game, but then I'm also meeting people, like family, friends. So I'm tr- trying to concentrate on the game. It was just the whole day was a mess. Yeah. I'm sitting there. Everyone's texting me. Oh, Johnny, watching? I'm like, yeah, I'm watching it. I was watching it, and I just don't get James Franklin. Yeah. In his situational football. Sometimes it's just like, what are you doing? Yeah. Went for two. I don't know why. I mean, I kind of see why, but you didn't need to. And then you didn't take the points on fourth and goal there. And you ran a like fade route to KJ Hamler, who doesn't have who's like, all he's skills. He's a speedster. He doesn't have but he's all not skills. A, he's like not that. a he's not a jump fifty fifty jump ball guy. Yeah. He's like a you know what I mean. His style yeah. is not. Do you want to go? Yeah, I'll wait a second. Okay. They are they're always late, so. Okay. Um. So. Now, where do you rank Minnesota for your playoffs? Uh, they're on. The, they're in the top eight. I got them at eight. Yeah, that's an eight. That's a good spot for them. I want to give them. Right now, four. my top four is Ohio State, uh, LSU, Clemson, 
Oregon, Bama, Georgia, Oklahoma, Minnesota. Yeah, I agree. You can't. Th- I, some people are idiots and just hate Alabama and are going to throw them at like. So they had a real, they had a good game versus. I mean, it, they lost, but it was ob- it was a good game. <laughs> it was a good game. You can't throw Alabama to six, was, seven, or eight. They They're going to be the fifth or sixth team. Like two minutes. I think it was two minutes. Left, they scored that big touchdown. Yeah. Like, oh man, they could come back here, but. No, that was a good game by both teams. I did not expect it to be that high scoring either. No, me either. I was like, what was it before each team? Yeah, then Ohio State put up 70. Yeah, it was Maryland. Everyone kills Maryland. Nobody puts up 70 versus them, though. Uh, and especially without your best player, which we'll talk about real quick. Chase Young, Friday came down that he was suspended uh, for at least the Maryland game. It's looking like more and more from everything I'm reading. It's just going to be Maryland and Rutgers game, and he should be back for Penn State. At worst, he's not back for Penn State, um, but he should be back for uh, at least, very least, it should be Michigan. If the, I, I think he'll be back for Penn State. That's ridiculous that they suspended that long for, I don't know, what was it, his girlfriend? He took I a loan I... from a family friend who was not associated with a university or any sort of football agency, just a family friend. Like your neighbor down the street took a loan for him so he could get a plane ticket so he could fly his girlfriend out to watch the most important game of his football career, and uh, he paid it back. I mean, yeah, I joke full. with you guys because you guys are Iowa State fans, but yeah, it's pretty ridiculous to me. There's not an ounce of me that gives a shit. Yeah, but to me, like, I don't care. But I th- that is really dumb. I mean, but there's me, not an ounce of me that gives a shit. That'd be a real shame if you didn't play. Ohio games. State fans, cry me a fucking river. Ooh. All right. Wow. Yeah, that's your point. Uh, but I think it, yeah, I do think it's dumb. That is really stupid. Crime they, what is, just like alone, like what is it? It's just, so yeah. really like what on their birthday are they not allowed to get like money? Exactly. Well, that's what Truman's saying. Crime like, <laughs> a damn river. That's so, all I got to say. Also, that's Ohio what, State fans always find something to complain about. Yeah, Keep and moving. Wisconsin and every other. They'll player. be number one in the rankings this week, and holy shit, that's not high enough for them. And Wisconsin fans, their football team isn't good enough, so they have to constantly watch over our shoulder and criticize us, and even though we kick their Don't complain at having a great program. All right. You, you, that jersey's still in that corner over there? Don't complain at having All right. a great program. Jersey's still in the corner, folks, so let's move on. Um, and Johnny, yeah, actually, yeah, we added, Johnny has added his Penn State sweatshirt to the loser corner along with Johnny's jersey, or Truman's jersey. Um, so we'll just keep you updated on to that. Uh, but, yeah, that's it for our football talk. Johnny, if you want to head out, we're going to do D's, and then we're going to do a little basketball, a little baseball, finish it out. See All right, later. see you later, John. Good luck. I'll see you back. Good luck. He's got to go ball up at the rec center. Um, Sixth man of the year. Sixth man of the year, and then we got to go play hockey after it. So uh, he's got a long night for Johnny after spending a whole weekend in Pittsburgh. Uh, so pray for John. But moving on now, we're going to move on to basketball. But before that, I had to remind you guys about our guy Dom at Dee's Home Cuts. Dee's Home Cuts is the best place around Northeast Ohio for a great haircut at a low price. For only $10, Dee's Home Cuts will provide you with the best haircut and a great style. Uh, if, you're wor- if you don't really know what kind of haircut style you like or what would look good, don't even worry about it. Go into Dom and he'll set you up. If you want to start looking good for those Christmas photos, folks, uh, you know, coming around, taking a lot of photos with your family. All of them will be posted on Facebook, Instagram, all this stuff. Don't let your hair be looking bad. Go ahead and go to these home cuts, and he'll set you up for the perfect cut every single time. At his Instagram, at these home cuts, send him a DM. Trust me, you'll not be disappointed. He'll get you in in a timely manner and get you a great haircut, get you looking your best. These home cuts, professional haircuts, uh, for a great price. Let's talk basketball. We have not talked basketball once 
this season. Uh, we're going to go do a quick standings update, go through the standings real quick. But let's talk about the two stories that are going around the NBA right now. With Deion Waiters, who is uh, – he's a shooting guy, right? Yeah. For the Miami Heat. And he was on his way back to Miami. He was on the team plane. And I guess he took some sort of weed edible from some player. And it was first reported that he had a seizure. Turns out it was just a panic attack. And uh, Deion Waiters has been this type of guy his whole career. Dylan Frederick, we've had him on the show multiple times. Everybody knows Dylan is obsessed with Deion Waiters. Because he actually produces when he does get on the court. When he's good and he's on the court, he's actually a pretty good player. Um, but you never remember he was traded from the Cavs because he... Didn't like Kyrie, and Kyrie didn't like him. But, uh, yeah, so he got this weed edible. He took it, had a panic attack, and he wouldn't admit what player gave it to him. I mean, you can take a bet. What player you think on the Heat gave it to him? Jimmy Butler. You think it was Jimmy Butler? <laughs> no, it was probably – I don't even know. I couldn't even guess. Is Haslam still on the team? No, I don't know. I don't know. It's just it's, it, If they ever did release it, it would be the weirdest player that nobody would ever think of. But anyways, yeah, 10, 10 game suspension now for Deion Waiters uh, because you know he took the weed edible and because he didn't snitch on his teammate. Um, but the Heat said you know they'll welcome him back with open arms. People were kind of saying you know cut him, give him a buyout. Uh, during this ten game suspension, because he suspended ten games and he doesn't hit his seventy game bonus and plus lost wages. He is going to lose about $2 million because of this 10-game suspension. So it's a big punishment he's an for idiot. him. I mean, he's an idiot. Just, he's an idiot? He's an, I mean, he deserves it. I mean, why do you do that? I, don't, I mean, I don't know. Why do you just do that, though? I know. Especially, it, especially like, I, I mean, I don't do that stuff at all. Like, I, I've heard things that, like, that stuff's very powerful. Why do that if you're not at home if you want to do it, do it at home in a safe environment, not on a team plane. Like, just yeah. wait. It's just stupid. He deserves a 10-game suspension. Um, I mean, I kind of like how he's not writing his teammate out. Uh, but, I, I like that, too. But, I mean, at the same time, it just he's so stupid. He deserves a 10-game suspension. He deserves whatever money he's losing because he did a stupid thing. I like Deion Waiters. I think he's a good player, but that was very, very dumb. Definitely. Uh, then go David Fisdale. Fizdale with the Knicks, head coach of the Knicks. The Knicks have started off really, really bad after they spent a lot of money in the offseason, and they've started out really bad. Um, after the loss to the Cavs the other night, it's, it's weird because it's looking like more and more like the Knicks are getting ready to fire Fizdale. Uh, they said before the game, I mean, not before the game, after the game, it's usually tradition that the head coach comes out and speaks first, but Steve Mill, the uh, Knicks GM, I'm pretty sure, Went out to the podium and he basically said, "Listen, we're not happy with where we are right now." And you know, he said a bunch of things. Bring our keys. Okay. Okay. All right, see you, Johnny. But anyways, looks like Fizdale's going to be fired, and I guess people around the league are saying, you know, Fizdale, this isn't his problem. It's just a poorly constructed roster. They filled the roster with a bunch of guys who are playing out of position right now, and they just don't work with the system. Um, so it looks like, again, the Knicks are going to make somebody the fall guy, and it's going to be David Fisdale, which sucks. I like Fisdale. Yeah, I mean, what's he supposed to do? I did not like how the Knicks, they spend a lot of money. They should be winning, but I didn't like how they spent their money. I mean, three mediocre power forwards really don't fit any offensive system. Um, they got some nice rookies, but what are they supposed to do? I mean, they're still developing and not on a great team. Uh, so it's, in my opinion, it's not Fisdale's fault. I think it's whoever's running uh, the GM spot or if the owner makes the calls. I don't know. I mean, they just made stupid moves. 
They went. They were one of the teams all off season or all season long uh, in the Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving sweepstakes and all that crap. Jimmy Butler and all this, and they got Bobby Portis and Julius Randle and some other guys. So they they were idiots. Um, they should have realized when they were done with Kevin Durant and out of those sweepstakes that. Um, you know, just to kind of cut your losses and just maybe save money until the next off season. Uh, but they, they're stupid, and I feel bad for Fizdale. And he'll get another spot somewhere, I bet, and I think he's going to do good. But it's completely hard to win with the Knicks. That's what people are saying. He's going to get fired, and he's going to be the fall guy, and he's going to go somewhere and get hired and have a, do a good job. Because this roster is built to fail. I mean, I follow a lot of Knicks counts back from my day, rooting for the Knicks when Carmelo was on the team. And they just say constantly, it's just like easy decisions, though, that it seems like Fizdale's just not allowed to make. Like they should be, st- they should be sitting Dennis Smith Jr. And, you know, they aren't playing R.J. Barrett enough. And it's just, I don't know, it's, it's a mess. The Knicks organization is always a mess. And it's not going to be fixed by firing David Fizdale because it's obviously shown that no matter how many coaches you bring, it's still going to fail time and time again. It starts from the management and works its way down. And I think if the Knicks really want to start winning – they need to get rid of the owner, they need to get rid of Mills, and they just need to build back up from all that, which is probably not going to happen, so they're going to continue to lose. Um, so, yeah, that's the New York Knicks. That's basketball for you. Let's talk a little standings, go through the standings real quick, uh, then we'll talk a little baseball. Uh, let's see here. We'll go in the Eastern Conference right now. The, the Celtics are leading that division 7-1, 7-1 right now, although Gordon Hayward just broke his hand. So that's not a good sign, obviously, but they still are playing well. The Raptors, seven and two right now, gotten off to a good start. I mean, they beat the Lakers last night or the other night. Uh, so without Kawhi, I mean, they're playing decently well. Siakam's looking like you know last year wasn't just a fluke. Your Bucks are seven and three. Heat are six and three. Sixers six and three. Pacers six and four. Cavs got the seventh seed right now, four and five. I mean, that young course coming around. A uh, little bit, and then Brooklyn's four and five. So obviously the season's just getting started. You cannot look at these. It's a, I'm a hundred percent guaranteeing this. The way the division is set right now will not be what it will be like come playoff time. But any other thoughts? I mean, the only thing I can really, really, really comment on is the Bucks. I mean, Giannis is just playing lights out right now. I mean, I don't even care if you're the biggest Giannis hitter in the league. I mean, he is just going off. Seems like he's thirty and sixteen every night. Um, so right now, I mean, Giannis is just insane. He looks like he's going to be what he was last year, um, and even better, really. Uh, so that's my comment on it. You know, I predicted that I can't. I mean, I mean, you guys saw it coming. You just didn't want to admit it. Giannis is a great, great player, and he's an MVP caliber player. And that's where the Bucks are at right now. Um, you know, big win over the Thunder last night, which was a close game. Uh, but I mean, as far as the rest of the East goes, like you said, it's not going to shake out the way it's. Right now, but I'm impressed with the Raptors. That's what I'll say. Losing Kawhi and being seven two to start the season is is very impressive. But they were without Kyle Lowry for two weeks, so we'll see how that pans out. All right, Lakers in the Western are leading that division seven and two. Nuggets at seven and two. Rockets at six and three. Mavs at six and three. Jazz at six and three. Suns are of the sixth spot right now at six and three. We'll talk about them in a second. Clippers six and three, and the Spurs five and four. Lakers, you know, they're doing their thing right now. They're getting off to a hot start. And then the Suns, meanwhile, uh, in Phoenix right now, the Suns have a 6-3 record. 
They lead the NBA in assists. They're number one in field goal percentage, number four in three-point shooting, and they're number five in the entire league in scoring right now. Nobody saw this coming from the Suns. Everybody still kind of thought they were rebuilding. Then they lost DeAndre Aiden to a suspension for a couple of weeks. And, you know, people thought, you know, it's just old Phoenix. But they're coming around now. You know, Oubre's been playing well. Devin Booker's been playing like the leader everybody's been expecting him to be and waiting for him to be. And now he is that. So good luck to the Phoenix Suns. It's going to be a good season for them. But, again, we're really early into the season. So hopefully they can keep it up as they go. If the Suns are interesting, Monty Williams obviously done a great job there. Uh, they're a new head coach. Um, and then the Lakers, obviously, they're impressive, but we'll see. Anthony Davis is slightly complain complaining every once in a while about his shoulder, so we'll see how far that goes. Uh, but, I mean, they're impressed. you got to give credit where credit's due. Uh, Clippers, 6-3. and three, I mean, they're going to be in it towards the end. I stay by my finals pick still. Um, but the Suns, obviously, they're probably the most impressive team right now in the NBA as far as where they've come from. Um, and, you know, I root for them. I like Devin Booker, so that's an interesting story to watch. Definitely. All right, let's move on to baseball real quick. You know, we're in the offseason with baseball, but we still have a couple stories. Padres got some new uniforms. They're all brown now. They went away from that blue look, and they're doing this brown look, which I kind of like. They got the pinstripes now. Uh, I think it looks kind of good. Um, I don't know if you saw it. Did you see their new uniforms? Yeah, I, I don't know if I like them or not. I, I like them. I think they're different. And, you know, Padres... I kind of like what the Padres are doing. They got three good. We always like what the Padres are. They doing. got some good pieces to work around. They got Tadas. They still have Hosmer, who's just a beast. Machado is a franchise cornerstone. They got Chris Paddock, who you know he showed a little bit last year. That's my guy um, in fantasy. You know I love Chris Paddock, and you know he's good a young arm. And now they got the new uniforms. You know I think they're going to go after some free agents this year. Padres. I mean, they're building something, and I mean, not trying to argue with you about the Padres, but like, the Padres are always the off-season team of the year. The Padres every year for the rest of my entire childhood have never been good. Me neither. I mean, obviously, but like, I don't know. It's just they're just I they're think, always the team. You're like, wow, I like the moves the Padres made this year. Remember they, when they got they bailed yeah. out for Jam Shields? And the they entire got, childhood, though, you never look at the Padres and you say, oh, I want to watch a Padres game. Now I think it's easier to say, oh, I want to go watch the Padres play. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. they they got some young talent. It's something to watch for. Um, but let's do real quick. The MLB Awards are coming out. Uh, we're going to do a little predictions on those. You know, the top three finals came out for each position. Uh, so we'll just go AL Cy Young MVP Rookie of the Year, then NL Cy Young MVP Rookie of the Year, just predictions. Um, so AL Cy Young, for me, it's Garrett Cole with the Cy Young, Alex Bregman with the MVP, and then Alvarez with the Rookie of the Year, which means a three-team, three-player sweep with the Astros, which has never been done before in MLB history. Um, but it's easily looking like it's going to be like that. They're going to get either Verlander or or uh, Cole as a Cy Young winner. And then as far as MVP goes, Bregman's just got to beat out Trump. I don't think... Um, Trump. Trump. Trout. <laughs> I don't think Simeon from the Athletics is going to beat either of those two out. And the Rookie of the Year, Alvarez has clearly been the best rookie. Uh, so I think that's what that's going to be over there. I agree with all your picks, and it's already come out that Alvarez won Rookie of the Year. So exactly, I mean that was pretty obvious. And then it's, the NL side, it's going to be Alonzo. Hey, yeah, he already won it. Yeah. So Brian Leonard, that's his guy. So continue to give props to him. 
Um, and then the NL, uh, Cy Young, I think it's going to be DeGrom. DeGrom had a great season, just continues to do his thing. And then MVP, it's got to be Bellinger. I mean, Yelich is there, but Bellinger played the whole season, and he just, I think he was better than Yelich this year. Um, so I'm taking Bellinger as MVP. I think Bellinger will win it um, based on two things. One, Yelich already won it last year, and it's it's hard to repeat as an MVP. You said you pre- um, your predictions were for him to win it. I know, season. but it, it's hard to repeat as an MVP no matter what. Brian Leonard said that, and you said, no, he'll win it. Yeah, but it's hard to repeat as an MVP. Um, and then two, he's out in a month. You know, that, that takes a toll on it. Um, you know, so you really couldn't see what he did towards the end of the year when the playoffs are on the line and stuff like that. So Bellinger probably will win that. Uh, good for him. I actually like Bellinger, surprisingly, even though he's a Dodger. Uh, so I agree with both your picks there, and obviously Alonzo already won. All right, well, that's it for baseball, and that's it for our show today, guys. We want to thank you for listening. Uh, again, episodes every Tuesday and every Thursday from here on out, guys, into the future. You can go if you want. No, I mean, I, I'll call her back. Okay, and then also Dee's Home Cuts. Again, thank you to Dee's Home Cuts for sponsoring our show since the beginning. We're lifetime clients of Dee's Home Cuts. Everywhere, every time we get a cut, it's at Dee's Home Cuts. So check them out on Instagram at Dee's Home Cuts. Send him a DM. Send us a DM on Twitter at TNT Sports Talk 12. Follow us and send us a DM if you want to be a guest. Questions, comments, concerns about the show, um, things we can do better, things you know you liked, whatever. DM us. We will DM right back. We're actually pretty quick with it. And we'll follow you back right away. So TNT Sports Talk 1-2. All one sentence at, is our at on Twitter. Instagram? Getting there. Getting there on the Instagram. We're close to it, guys. I can feel it. Uh, find our podcast on Spotify and iTunes. Five-star rating. Rate, review, subscribe, guys. And uh, continue to grow the show any way you know how. Give us a shout out on your social media and we will definitely retweet it or post it on our own personal Instagram stories. Um, So give us a shout out for that. Other than that, though, have a great day. Thank you for listening and tune in on Thursday, guys. Go Packers.